Welcome to Cosmic Diaries. This is Priya Kale, your astrologer. And welcome to another powerful, life-changing week here in the cosmos and on Earth. There are major aspects developing. We're heading to the Taurus solar eclipse and new moon on the 30th of April. And the 29th of April brings Pluto's retrograde station. Pluto being the planet of power, transformation, and the lord of the underworld. There are certainly darker realities that are coming to the surface, asking that we confront them consciously if we want to bring about positive change. Also this week, Mercury, the planet of communication, information, and the mind, enters shadow phase this week and makes a series of aspects, suggesting we will be recovering this territory at least two more times in the coming weeks. So be patient as information surfaces. There's powerful life-changing information surfacing. We're having loaded conversations. And there may be darker truths and realities to confront. If you're not happy with what's unfolding now, the planets suggest that nothing is written in stone. This is a changing landscape. And what's needed now is our awareness and consciousness so we can change the shape and trajectory of things with our ability to be honest with ourselves and make conscious choices. So before I get into the aspects day by day, let's talk about Taurus season and eclipse season. Pay attention to where you have Taurus in your chart. And if you're not sure, you can always call me for a reading, email me at priyacosmicdiaries.com or then you can go to astro.com, A-S-T-R-O.com and create a free profile and put in your birth information and it'll draw up a chart for you. And you can see where this energy is all playing out. Because we are heading to the Taurus Scorpio eclipses. The first eclipse takes place on the 30th of April, which is the new moon and solar eclipse in Taurus, marking a whole new beginning. And then the full moon in Scorpio and lunar eclipse takes place on the 16th of May. And eclipses generally come in pairs and they come every six months. They occur every six months. And they'll move through a pair of signs every about roughly 18 months. And they will return to a pair of signs every nine years and make a full nodal return every 18 years so another helpful thing would be to look at what was going on for you 18 years ago that may give you some insight into some of the themes that are surfacing in your life right now and a chance to perhaps do things differently given all you've learned over the past 18 years eclipses bring an accelerated growth period of growth and life is denser thicker fuller and we're living a lot more life than usual Eclipses will also bring a sense of fated events. It's like the universe takes the wheel. Doors are opening and closing. And our life is being reshuffled from the, from the core right now. So situations and things and people and places that have been in our life for a long time. Because Taurus is, and Scorpio are fixed signs. The landscape of our life is changing in a very tangible way. And the less we cling to what's unfolding now, the easier it will be to navigate this territory as we create and build a life on solid foundations aligned with our values again eclipses will bring faded developments so make no mistake the situations in your life right now that you're dealing with the people that you're dealing with and the relationships in your life right now are there for a reason and you're learning important lessons these are not by accident and you're learning something about yourself above all so move slowly and you'll feel more empowered 
to make the necessary changes moving ahead. Look back to what was unfolding in your life around November 2021. November brought the first in this series of Taurus Scorpio eclipses with a full moon and lunar eclipse in Taurus. Eclipses will set patterns for about at least six months at a time, if not longer. So whatever was unfolding back in November, you're now at this next stage of development and growth from then. And if you look back, you'll probably see a thread of events that's beginning or a story that's beginning to emerge. Move in consciousness because what unfolds now over these coming weeks as we move through Taurus season is setting the stage for the, at least the next six months of your life, if not longer. So as you move through this waning cycle in this last week before the Taurus new moon eclipse, it's a chance to really take stock of your life and ask yourself what are the patterns you're leaving behind and what you want to let go of now and what you want to carry with you in the new cycle into this new stage and new phase of your life. Also, given that Pluto stations retrograde just a day before this new moon and eclipse, there's a need to dig deep for our integrity and to confront our shadow honestly. And the more we can do that, we can reclaim our power in situations where things have gotten too far out of balance. We are in the waning cycle of the moon. So as we move through the end of the week, there may be a sense now, wherever you have Taurus in your chart, of feeling like you're touching rock bottom. But this is also an invitation and a chance to dig deeper for our values, for our intangible values. You can't lose anything that's real and recognize Taurus is a reminder, Taurus Scorpio axis is a reminder that everything material is transient. Everything that is born will one day die. So all that matters is how we spend our time while we're here on Earth. And in reality, Taurus being ruled by Venus and Venus currently being in Pisces, the sign of cosmic consciousness and unconditional love. Taurus is a reminder that love is the only thing that outlasts even death. It's the love that we share with others in our life here today that ultimately outlasts our physical lives. With the sun transiting Taurus and us being in the waning cycle of the moon, it's a chance to let go of emotional baggage, of physical clutter, depending of course where you have Taurus in your chart, but also in general to cut our losses metaphorically and literally. Look at where financially there may be excesses that we could cut back on so we can manage our resources better. And the same for all our resources of time, love, money, energy. To let go of what we've outgrown, to let go of what weighs us down, and to let go of any dead weight, to weed out what's unnecessary so we can redirect our energy and invest our energy into the situations and relationships and what truly, truly matters to us and what will matter to us at the end of our lives. So Taurus really asks for those digging deep for those core values and living deeply in each moment to save our life and its fleeting moments as deeply as we can. Taurus is a fixed earth sign. It's a Venus rule sign and it represents life itself. It rules our physical body, physical energy in its rawest form, money, resources, our income, also our skills and talents. It's a very creative sign and a very fertile sign. Given that we are in this waning cycle, this is a twofold process. The more we can weed out what's unnecessary or overgrown or taking up space and prune back, 
we can create space for healthier growth and new growth and to invite in greater abundance or deeper connections that truly align with our values rather than remaining attached and clinging to superficial material stuff and staying stuck in patterns that we've outgrown. And in reality, the universe really isn't going to allow us to stay stuck anymore because the message of the sky is clear. Change is here now. And either we surrender to change willingly or then change will be made for us. So this is a chance to really reclaim our power, to make constructive changes in our life as we move to this next stage of our growth and evolution. So let's just get into the aspects day by day and see how all this is playing out. So let's start with this 22nd of April when the moon is still moving through Capricorn at this time. And this is a chance to really get aligned with our goals and, and to dig deep for our integrity and our values and what matters. Because as the moon moves through Capricorn, it will sextile Venus, trine Mercury, sextile Neptune, sextile Jupiter, and finally make a conjunction to Pluto. So on the whole, the moon is making easy aspects on the 22nd, suggesting we're making valuable discoveries and learning the deeper, deeper potential in situations. But at the same time, the moon at the end of the day will make a conjunction to Pluto, suggesting that now that we're learning what's valuable to us, we're seeing the deeper layers of a situation and we're also perhaps having to confront darker realities and gaining clarity on our goals, there's also a need to let go of certain patterns and situations or clinging to superficial ideas of success and failure. It's time to let go of or what that looks like. It's time to let go of emotional baggage, dead weight, what we've outgrown and what no longer is a supportive influence. Mostly, we're letting go of our own illusions to really find what aligns with our values and our integrity. With the moon and Capricorn, these are ancient patterns that we're transforming. And there may be structural changes that are taking place in our life to accommodate the new growth and new opportunities that are surfacing. So the landscape of our life is changing in a very tangible way. But what's important again is us letting go of clinging to the superficial and to the external to find what really matters to us and what will matter at the end of our lives. Because it's not worth compromising your values or your integrity for anything or anyone. So it's really a chance to get grounded and focused and get on track with your goals and to let go of what's otherwise dead weight and taking up your time, space and precious energy without giving much back. So we can bring about a powerful resurrection where we need it the most and to reclaim our power and authority in situations where we felt powerless, as well as in our own lives, to bring about the constructive change that we desire. Then on the 23rd, the moon enters Aquarius and will square the sun in Taurus, marking the last quarter of the moon, bring us to the halfway point between the Libra full moon, which took place on the 16th of April, and the Taurus new moon on the 30th of April. To begin with, both Libra and Taurus are Venus rule signs, and Venus is currently in Pisces. Venus rules our relationships, love, money, beauty, resources, art, all matters of the heart. So look back to what was unfolding around the time of the full moon. 
relationships were certainly coming to light and there were important truths coming to light, bringing us to a crossroads, presenting us with important choices, asking for a need for balance. The sun is at the time was in Aries and wherever situations have gotten heated, had gotten heated, now at this quarter, last quarter of, of the moon, it's a chance to really get grounded. That said, with the moon in Aquarius, there's a lot that's up in the air right now. And this halfway point really is a chance to make adjustments to, and to check in with yourself and to take stock of where you're at and where you stand and what you stand for when it comes to your personal relationships and even business relationships, any, all your connections. There's a chance to really go inward and to get grounded and to realign with your values and to remain detached. Emotional detachment is important with the moon in Aquarius. There's a need for us to find our sense of community and a sense of belonging right now with the people that matter to us. But at the same time, recognize that not everyone will always see eye to eye with us. You don't need validation for your existence. So this is more a chance to find self-acceptance and remain detached. Then trust the dust will settle. And the more you can stay aligned with your values, you can trust that the relationships that align with your values will gravitate towards you and you can foster and deepen those connections rather than burdening relationships with the weight of our expectations or needing others to validate how we feel. So dig deep for your values, know where you stand and what you stand for and then trust you can form the right connections that really stick it through with you. Loyalty is very important to Taurus but it's important that we're not being stubborn either the Aquarius moon is also a fixed sign, so there's a need to create space and keep the space open for others to be who they are. It's a time to live and let live, really. This is also very creative energy, but we've learned now what isn't working for us and the systems that are no longer supporting us. And the more we can let go of our ideas of success or failure, we can venture into new territory and really deepen our connection with ourselves and be more authentic in our self-expression. You needn't try to fit in with the crowd. This is a chance to create only what only you can create, given the wealth of your experiences and life and talents and skills and resources. Financially as well, there's a chance to really cut away what's superfluous, unnecessary expenses, and on a physical level, it's time to let go of clutter, Basically, declutter your life so you can create space for what you want to invite in. And whatever it is that you're trying to create or build or even mend right now, trust that you have the resources that you need, the connections that you need, and the skills that you need to bring something to life. But for that, again, there's a need to go inward and remain detached from expectations of others and then allow the dust to settle and things to fall into place and to be patient as the process unfolds because there's a lot more that's still coming to the surface. Especially because on the 24th, the moon continues to move through Aquarius and as it does, it will sextile Chiron, square Uranus and then make a conjunction to Saturn finally. Also on the same day, Mercury and Taurus makes a square to Saturn and then sextiles Neptune. So we'll talk about Mercury in a minute, but with the moon still making aspects in from Aquarius to Chiron, Uranus, Saturn, and then square Mercury. There is the potential for healing, but first 
we have to acknowledge where we feel wounded and then create space for that healing to happen. There could be emotional breakthroughs that are coming up, pushing us out of our comfort zone. And then as the moon conjuncts Saturn and squares Mercury, while Mercury is making a square to Saturn and sextile to Neptune, we're coming to a deeper understanding of where our boundaries are and understanding situations on a deeper level. It might help to look back to what was unfolding last month at the end of March and the first week of April when Venus and Mars made conjunctions to Saturn and the moon was last, the last time the moon was in Aquarius. There were difficult lessons that we were learning at the time. And now as Mercury makes a square to Saturn this, on the 24th and then sextiles Neptune, we're seeing the deeper layers and this is a chance to really reevaluate our boundaries and wrap our head around something. Squares are always a chance to move inward and ask that we resolve the energy in, internally rather than it projected outward. So we're understanding where our limits are, what we need to feel respected and to feel supported and the foundations that we want to build our life on, especially wherever we have Aquarius in our chart because Saturn's transiting that area of your life right now and will be for the next year. And this is extremely important because next year Saturn will leave Aquarius to enter Pisces, but then soon after that Pluto enters Aquarius. And if we haven't figured out where our boundaries and limits are, and if we haven't strengthened our foundations in this area, we're building a house of cards that will crumble once Pluto enters Aquarius and exposes the cracks in the foundation. So there may be difficult lessons to learn and truths to digest, but remain detached as much as you can. And you can have conversations, perhaps, that bring about healing and allow you to heal a gap or bridge a gap rather than widen a divide. Again, the fewer expectations you have of others at this time, the easier it will be to communicate honestly with others. And in all communication, it starts with being honest with ourselves about how we're feeling. Being detached, emotionally detached, does not mean being emotionally disconnected. So really, be honest with yourself about your limits, then it'll be easier to communicate as necessary. Or ask for the help that you need. Or then find the solutions that you need, where you've been feeling stuck or like you can't see a way around the situation. And to find the support and understanding or whatever it is that you need. And you can navigate this territory with greater ease. Then on the 25th of April, the moon enters Pisces and the moon will sextile the sun and then make a conjunction to Mars. Also on the same day, Mercury enters shadow phase. And this is significant because anytime Mercury enters shadow phase, information tends to surface. And we will be re revisiting this territory or rather the conversations that we're having right now, again around the 3rd of June, when Mercury returns to this point in the sky as it, at the end of its retrograde phase and just as it stations direct. So to begin with, whatever unfolds right now, be patient with what you're learning, be patient with the information that you're learning, and recognize that nothing is written in stone yet. This is an evolving story. And there's a lot more that has to surface and will surface over the coming weeks as we move through the end of this week, the Taurus new moon eclipse, and then through entire, all through May. 
then once Mercury returns to this around this degree, around the 3rd of June, then we can truly move ahead with a deeper understanding and holistic understanding of a situation. So Mercury will enter shadow phase on the 25th of April at 26 degrees of Taurus. So if you have planets around this degree, pay attention because this will be an especially significant Mercury retrograde for you because this is also triggering the eclipse degree where the Scorpio eclipse will take place on the 16th of May. So this is a continuing story. Mercury will then station retrograde on the 10th of May at 4 degrees of Gemini, 4 plus degrees of Gemini. And then finally Mercury will station direct again on the 3rd of June at 26 degrees of Taurus. And then Mercury will clear shadow and enter new territory for the first time on the 19th of June. So essentially we will be recovering the conversations that we're having between now the 25th of April to the 10th of May at least two more times. So pay attention, move slowly through a process and keep an open mind above all and keep channels of communication open. So as you move through the 25th and 26th especially, there are important conversations surfacing, there's important information surfacing and there's a lot more, this is giving us a glimpse into what we might be able to expect around the time of the eclipse, mid-May. Again, if you're not happy with what's surfacing, Mercury will also bring us choices. And so it's important that we keep an open mind and we not jump to conclusions because you don't have all the information yet and there's a lot more that's yet to surface. So you'd rather not make, come to conclusions in haste. There's a lot more to the story than meets the eye, as you will see. That said, Mercury is in Taurus, and Taurus is all about gut instincts, and Taurus has very strong instincts. So trust your instincts, but be patient as more information surfaces and the truth is revealed. Actually, with the moon moving through Pisces, making a sextile to the sun and then conjunct Mars, especially if there have been any hurt feelings and past resentments and pain, if you can find a way to communicate honestly without letting the past stand in the way of what you're trying to heal, you can make progress now. But on a personal level, there's a need to let go of emotional baggage and assumptions and expectations and our illusions and fantasies rather than projecting our pain and hurt and wounds and resentment on others. On a creative level, when it comes to your finances, any important contracts that you need to sign or any important agreements and arrangements that you need to make or perhaps even large purchases. I personally would ideally advise you to take care of that before Mercury goes retrograde on the 10th of May. Once Mercury is retrograde on the 10th of May, we're entering a period of revision, re-evaluation and reconnecting with the past to gain a deeper understanding. For now, move ahead in as much as awen awareness as you can. Because on the 26th, Pisces moon will sextile Uranus. Sorry, make a conjunction to Venus, a conjunction to Neptune, conjunction to Jupiter, sextile Mercury, and then sextile Pluto. On the same day, Mercury will also sextile Jupiter, following its sextile to Neptune the day before. The Jupiter-Neptune conjunction took place on the 19th of April. And we're still very much under the influence of this energy. But now that the personal planets, Mercury, Venus, 
are making aspects to these outer planets, Jupiter and Neptune. It's bringing this con energy home in a tangible way or in a way that we can actually access in our personal lives. At best, with Jupiter, Neptune, Mercury, and this moon and all the Pisces energy, this could be very creative energy, very fertile energy. Bonds could be deepening and we're gaining clarity on our own emotions and there's deep healing on offer. It's really a chance to let go of emotional baggage and to create space for healing and to pour our energy into what really matters and to let go of the rest so we can bring about a powerful resurrection. But if there is any sense of hurt or woundedness or a sense of a fog, then be patient until clarity returns before you make any major decisions or come to any major conclusions. Because with Mercury, Sextile, Jupiter, we are making huge discoveries and perhaps seeing the deeper layers of situations. But at the same time, given this is an unfolding story, patience really is the key. Then you can learn what you need to know and allow yourself to be guided rather than come to hasty conclusions to your own detriment. Because there is a lot of potential in situations and there's definitely creative potential lucrative financial potential and very real opportunities that are arising but we need to move past our surface attachments to any glamour or even material gain and really connect with our values and a soul mission and to release any false fantasies or any sense of disillusionment that we may have and with the moon in pisces making a conjunction to venus neptune jupiter you know, and then sextile Mercury and Pluto, there's just a lot that's coming to the surface and emotionally we're processing a lot of emotions and this could get messy. So clarity really is called for and trust your instincts and stay grounded and be true to yourself and your values above all and avoid getting caught up or swept away in appearances or the glamour of something because nothing and no one is perfect. And even if the grass appears to be greener on the other side of the fence, you still have to mow it. So move beyond the surface and pour your energy into what matters. Let go of emotional baggage and you can navigate this territory with greater ease. Then on the same day, on the 27th of April, the moon enters Aries at 12.10 p.m. and the energy shifts, where we're going from a dreamy Piscean moon energy where we were flowing now the energy is more passionate and fiery and there may be heated emotions that are coming to the surface. We're becoming very aware of our desires and how we feel about something or someone and about what we want and perhaps what we don't want. All this said, Venus is conjunct Neptune on the same day, just hours after the moon enters Aries on the 27th. So the first thing that comes to mind is, you know, fools rush in where angels fear to tread. So if anything has you seeing red it will help to counter 10 before you charge in all guns blazing and make accusations or project or make assumptions similarly if something seems too good to be true move slowly and dip your toes and take baby steps before you dive in headlong or trust too blindly or too quickly you needn't fear losing anything or anyone that's right for you and if something is real it will stay until you're ready to meet it as well. Trust is something that's built with time, so just move in awareness above all. Also, if you're feeling disillusioned about something or angry or upset or hurt, or if there are painful emotions arising, 
release them consciously and tap into this Venus Neptune energy of unconditional love. And this may mean first learning to love ourselves and really value ourselves. We are in the deep waning cycle of the moon, so it's a time to go inward and withdraw our projections and come home to ourselves really and really tap into what you're feeling first because with the moon in Aries, Aries is the first sign of the zodiac and like a baby, a baby doesn't always know how to express what it's feeling, it can only cry. So we may not even have the words to express what we're feeling right now. Whether it's deep love or deep pain or deep sadness, but whatever it is that you're feeling right now, release it consciously and acknowledge it to yourself at least. Ultimately, we don't want to be understood, we just want to be loved. Because people may or may not ever understand us fully. We barely understand ourselves half the time. So let go of any sense of disillusionment or even overly idealizing something. Move beyond the surface of things, peer into the heart and soul of things, peer into your own heart and soul. Ask yourself what really matters to you. And if there's any, again, if there's any sense of disillusionment or feeling like a fool or anger, recognize all of this. We're never really angry with anyone else. We're only ever angry with ourselves for perhaps not having trusted our own instincts to begin with. So trust your instincts, but avoid assumptions. And where there's anger, really, anger is just a mask for deeper pain. So let go of the ego, tap into your feelings, release them consciously, and then you can navigate this territory easier and find the clarity that you need. Because on the 28th, Mercury makes a trine to Pluto and the moon will be conjunct Chiron. So this is powerful. Pluto is about to change direction. So we could be having conversations now and learning information that really changes things. And wherever you think that you've reached the end of the road, there's a powerful resurrection underway. Also, the moon conjunct Chiron. The moon was conjunct Chiron at the time of the last new moon in Aries on the 1st of April. So look back to what was unfolding at the time. You're coming full circle with what started to unfold then. Growing in awareness. And not all of this might be easy. Especially with Mercury's trying Pluto. There are darker realities that are coming to the surface. But the more we can let go of our mental perceptions of something, we can start to see the truth and the reality. And our power to change things. And change always comes from inside out. So acknowledge where you, we, you feel wounded or where you'd feel like you need to heal. And then there can be a real sense of healing as we come to a deeper understanding of ourselves and what we need. Whatever conversations you have on this day, make no mistake, you have the power to reshape your reality and to reclaim your power in a situation where you felt powerless. It will just call for brutal honesty with ourselves first then we can communicate honestly with others and then trust a process that's already underway. Because with Pluto about to station retrograde on the 29th, which we'll talk about more in next week's forecast, we're learning life-altering information and things may never be the same again. But given what you're learning, you wouldn't really want them to. And this is really a chance for growth, to cut away what no longer serves us and what we've outgrown and the patterns we've outgrown so we can invest our energy more wisely moving ahead. Next week, again on the 29th, Pluto stations retrograde, bringing powerful turnarounds. And then on the 30th, 
we have the partial solar eclipse in Taurus at 10 degrees of Taurus. So if you have planets around the 10 degrees of Taurus or the fixed signs, which is Scorpio, Aquarius, Leo, pay attention because you're going to feel this energy more personally. But regardless, wherever you have Taurus in your chart, the solar eclipse and new moon marks a time for a new beginning. But first, as we move through this week and especially the 28th, it's a chance to let go of emotional baggage and to cut away what no longer serves us so we can create space for healing and for new growth. Really devote and invest our time, love, energy and resources into what's most precious. And this whole week, the less we cling to what is evolving and what is changing, we can really discover what's precious in a situation and what we really want to preserve because this solar eclipse is a partial eclipse suggesting all is not lost and there's still plenty worth preserving in a situation especially in a situation where it feels like you've reached the end of the road or you've touched rock bottom or you're seeing darker realities the more we we can accept what we cannot change we can find the power to change what we can and given that we are moving to the Taurus new moon and eclipse it's really a chance to reconnect with our values, our core intangible values, and to learn to value ourselves better and to learn lessons of self-worth and integrity. Because how we value ourselves is what determines the resources or the money, the income or the relationships that we will attract. So with that, I'll stop here for now. I'll be back with you again next week and we'll look at the astrology starting the 29th so we'll discuss the Pluto retrograde again and the solar eclipse again because there's a lot more to say and a lot more to unpack, but I just didn't want to cram everything into this episode. With that said, I am available for personal astrology consultations and given what's unfolding in the sky right now, if you've been thinking of getting one, now would be an ideal time and we can look at what's unfolding with these eclipses for you. And of course... If you haven't already signed up for my newsletter, you can at kriyakale.com or cosmicdiaries.com for more astrology and updates. But I'll be back with you with more next week. For now, be gentle with yourselves, move inward, declutter your life and create space now for what you want to invite in and let go of the heaviness that holds you back from making progress and from growing into your full potential and everything that you can be. And as you can see, as you will see this week, we are in this twofold process of letting go of dead weight as much as we are reshaping our lives and pruning back to feed and discover what's most valuable and precious to us and what will truly matter at the end of our lives. So thank you so much for listening. I'll be back with you next week and I'm sending you love wherever you are. Be well. This is Priya signing off from Mumbai. Namaste.